Hi, everyone, and welcome to Radiant Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. I have something that I want to share with you that the Lord just dropped in my heart recently, and it is on purity and not sexual purity, but a pure heart. Um, I shared this with our girls um, at our in our in the Radiant Radiate podcast, not podcast, the Radiate life group that I have with our teen girls, and um, we were supposed to start a series called Salvaging My Identity. And I was praying and asking the Lord to show me something different than what I have already shared about identity, because we've talked about identity like a bajillion times. And so I was praying, asking the Lord, like, show me something new, something fresh that I can share. And I seriously got nothing. So I was like, okay, fine. Obviously, you don't want me to share about identity. So what is it that you want for me to Sure. And he downloaded this message into my heart. And I feel like this is the perfect opportunity for you to take what I'm about to share and apply it to your life. We're right in the middle of all the things going on with the coronavirus. And we're all stuck at home and basically just doing nothing all day. Um, I mean, I'm sure we're spending time with family and all those great things. But I'm just saying we're not going anywhere. We're not getting out and about. We have nothing taking up our time. And so this is a time that we can really reflect on ourselves. It's a time that we can really um, grow in our relationship with the Lord. We can allow Him to do some things on the inside of us. And so I really hope that you guys get something out of what I'm going to share. So we're going to be sharing about a pure heart. Um, So the word pure means free of contamination. And when I think of contamination, um, the question, the Lord brought the question up to me, like, what are some things that can contaminate your heart? And when I asked the teenage girls, their responses were, you know, like music, TV, um, like music that's obviously trashy, trashy TV, um, bad influences, all those kind of things. But the things that the Lord showed me, which all that is true, all that can definitely con- contaminate your heart. But the things that the Lord showed me was more like unforgiveness, jealousy, anger, resentment, being proud or prideful. Um, and ungodly friends was also one of the things that he showed me. There's obviously a long list of things that can contaminate our heart, but I feel like there's a lot of us walking around with hurt. There's a lot of us walking around with anger and resentment, with unforgiveness. Forgiveness was a big thing that I've had to walk through, um, more like crawl through. (laughs) But um, growing up when I was in elementary and middle school, I never really dealt with unforgiveness. Like I was really, really forgiving. Um, Like I would you could hurt me and I'd turn around and be completely fine, not be fine, but forgive and not, you know, hold it against you or hold a grudge. But I had some things happen to me in my life. Um, probably starting around when I was 18 years old and, um, for the next few years, just some things happened and it kept building and building and building and building and building And I wasn't wanting to deal with any of it um, because I was so, I had walls up. 
It wasn't something like, oh, like, I don't want to forgive you because I'm just, like, angry at you or I don't like you. It was more like I don't want to open up the door to get hurt again because I had done that a couple times. I had forgiven, and then the same people or person, whatever, there were a few different people, but um, I felt like I got hurt again. And I was just like, man, so um, eventually I just quit trying this whole forgiveness thing and let it build and build and build and build. And then finally, like a year ago, I decided, okay, I'm going to deal with this because it's affecting my life um, as it does. Like, duh, I should have dealt with it before. But anyways, um, and I remember asking my dad, I was like, I just like don't know what to do because like I'm verbally forgiving, like I'm confessing that I forgive, but I still like these emotions rise up when I think about um, certain situations and stuff like that. And I'm, I'll have to do a whole other podcast on that journey. But that was definitely a big one for me, contaminating my heart. So I just challenge you. And there there was other things other than forgiveness. That was just my big But I challenge you to think about things as we're talking about this topic. What are some things that are contaminating or have contaminated your heart that you've allowed to just sit there? Um, and obviously, we're never going to not have something that's contaminating our heart. We're never going to be perfect, I guess I should say. There's always going to be something that um, we're walking through, and it may be big, it may be little. I'm not saying we're always just going to be going through like all these like big struggles all the time, 25-8, but um, you know, obviously we're not perfect. And so I'm not sharing this to say that you should be perfect. So keep that in mind as I keep sharing But um, I have some steps that I want to share with you, steps to having a pure heart. And I believe that these steps are repetitive. I don't think it's like a one and done kind of thing. I think that for the rest of our lives, we're obviously going to have to check ourselves and um, check our heart, like God check our heart. And it's just going to be something that like we'll constantly have to do and be aware of. But the first step to having a pure heart, first of all, is to pray about it. And I wanted to read Psalms 51.10 for you. I'm going to pull that up on my phone real quick. And I'm reading the Amplified Version. Psalm 51.10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right, steadfast spirit within me. And I think that like that prayer is the prayer. Like, God, I'm ready for you to create a clean heart in me and um, renew a right and steadfast spirit within me. And so when you pray this prayer, um, it's going to be a big step. It's, I mean, the prayer is simple. The prayer is simple, but it's the process that's big. And so when you pray this, ask God to walk with you on this journey. Ask the Holy Spirit to walk with you, help you, show you things, convict you. Um, and when you pray this prayer, you're going to embark on a journey that's obviously not going to be easy, but it's definitely rewarding. And God will send you people um, to walk through this with you because obviously this isn't something that we want to do alone. So after you pray this prayer, after you say, God, like I'm ready to do this, I'm ready to let you in and let you purify some things that are on the inside of me that need to go. You start something that I call the refining process. And I wanted to read to you the definition of refine. Refine means to remove impurities or unwanted elements. 
And so when you allow God to come in and start refining you or purifying your heart, that's what you're asking him to do is remove those impurities, remove those unwanted elements, um, the things that are contaminating your heart. That's kind of what I meant when I was talking about contamination is the impurities, things like that. You're asking God to help you and walk with you as you deal with those things, get rid of those things. So ask the Lord to show you what needs to go. Ask the Lord to show you, maybe he might show you, you need to ask for forgiveness for some things like from actual people. I've had to do that before. It's not fun, but um, it's worth it in the end. Um, Show you some things that maybe you need to apologize. Um, Maybe you need to go back and forgive certain people just like internally. Forgive people who maybe owe you an apology, but you never got one. Um, That was a big one for me is having to forgive people who weren't sorry. God will show you those things. Ask him to show you what needs to go. And obviously forgiveness isn't the only thing. I'm just using that as my example. Um, But anger, maybe some TV shows you're watching need to go. Maybe some artists you listen to need to go. Maybe some friends that you hang around need to go. Um, The Lord will definitely show you those things, but it's up to you to actually take action and um, let him work and get rid of those things. So at first it's going to feel like a lot, especially if this is kind of like something new for you. Maybe you're a baby Christian or maybe it's just something that you haven't done. I know it's really easy to let things just sit there and build and build and build and not deal with them. So once you start this process, it's going to be like, dang, like that's a long list. But once you deal with things and let God work and do his thing, then as you go back and continually refine Um, there obviously won't be as many things. It won't be as big of a deal, but it is still very, very, very important to keep doing that. It'll just be more kind of like a checkup. Like say you get offended over something or someone does you wrong. Instead of letting that sit there, we've got to make a habit of refining or letting God refine us, letting God work in us and deal with it spot on before it decides that it can sit there and take root Um, because it's way easier to deal with something before it's rooted on the inside of you. So when it comes to um, things that the Lord brings up to you in this refining process, my biggest piece of advice is to deal with it right then and there before it takes root. And, um, The thing, the reason I'm so big about dealing with things as they come is because when I was 16, I went to Mercy Ministries, which is a um, Christian girls home for girls who deal with a number of things. I don't have time to really talk about it. You can definitely look into it if you want to. It's an incredible program, but I went and I did not stay the length of time that I was supposed to. And part of it was because I didn't want to deal with things. Part of it was because I was scared. I was like 16 and living with all these people that like I did not know. And the other part was I was rebellious and did not want to obey all their rules. Bless my heart. But on the way home, um, one of the things my dad told me was you didn't deal with the things that you needed to deal with, the things that you came here to deal deal with, and you're going to have to deal with it later. Um, It's going to come up. So you're going to have to deal with it one way or the other. You feel like you may feel like you're getting out of it right now, but you're not. You're going to have to deal with it eventually. So um, and that has definitely rang true throughout my life. Um, Things have come up and used to I would quit. I would be like, forget this. And I would try something else. Um, But I've been lately going through the process of dealing with things and letting God work on the inside of me. And um, it has not been fun. And I totally wish that I dealt with things 
while they were fresh before they take took root and started to build upon each other. Um, so, but that is my biggest piece of advice is to deal with it. And my other piece of advice is when you're going through this process, find someone to walk through it with you. Someone who you know is godly, someone who has their head on straight, not someone who's just going to tell you what you want to hear, but someone who's going to tell you what the word of God says, tell you what the truth is, be a shoulder to cry on, and someone who also will just have fun with you too. It doesn't always have to be spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. Um, find someone who you can laugh and have fun with, but also, um, you know, take advice from um, someone you will let speak into you, someone you respect. And um, it's it, it definitely makes the journey easier. If it wasn't for the women that I had in my life when I was um, going through the the biggest trials that I had gone through in my life. Um, and some wasn't even women. I had um, my dad and my uncle also helped with some things. But um, if it wasn't for them, I think that I definitely would not be where I am today. So I just think it's really important to um, have someone walk on this journey with you. So number one, pray about it. Number two, you begin the refining process. And I think that that's a constant process. i it's definitely not a one and done. Um, it's something that we do forever and ever. We've constantly got to assess ourselves and refine or let God refine us, I should say. Um, so step three, guard your heart. In order to stay pure, we have to guard our heart. And I wanted to read to you guys Proverbs 4.23, and I'm going to be reading the NIV version. Above all else, guard your heart for everything that you do flows from it. And then I also want to read Proverbs 4, 23 through 27, the message version. I call it the savage version because they go in on people and don't care <laughs> whose feelings they hurt. Um, Proverbs 4, 23 through 27, message version. Keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. Leave evil in the dust. So the reason I wanted to bring this up, um, it says keep vigilant watch over your heart. That means keep your eye on it um, because that's where life starts. And then it goes on to talk about, um, gossip. And I think that that's a big thing that contaminates so many people's heart, especially women. Um, and if you find yourself dealing with gossip, that means that you've definitely got some other things that are contaminating you that you've got to deal with because you don't just gossip for no reason. So um, some people gossip due to unforgiveness. Some people gossip due to anger, um, due to just hurt, due to offense. And so I challenge you, if you find yourself in that position where you're constantly gossiping, even if it's out of insecurity, um, wanting to make yourself feel better, those things need to be dealt with, especially if you're wanting to um, have a pure heart. And um, so God will show you those things in the midst of prayer and in the midst of the refining process. But those are definitely things that need to be dealt with for sure. So um, guarding your heart will keep impurities from grabbing a hold of it and taking root. Um, I wrote that because I think that as we guard our heart, if we're keeping watch on it and we notice like, ooh, that person hurt me or ooh, I feel like I might be getting offended because of this or that or ooh, maybe I shouldn't be watching that show. If we're guarding our heart and we notice those things right when they happen, then that means 
we're going to deal with it and it won't take root. When something takes root, it's way harder to dig up versus a, something just being being there fresh. Guarding your heart is so important. And one of the biggest ways we can guard our heart is by consuming the word of God, which is step four, consume the word of God. If we know the word of God and we have it on the inside of us, then we'll be able to use that to fight back against anything that the enemy tries to contaminate us with, anything that the world tries to contaminate us with. Knowing the word of God is so important. And then so is prayer and so is worship, because in those times, the Lord will show you things that need to be dealt with. The Lord will show you um, things that could happen in the future. So it's so important that we guard our heart through prayer, through worship, and through knowing the word of God. So a couple scriptures I wanted to leave you guys with. First one is Psalms 12, 6, and it says, The words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified in a crucible, like gold refined seven times. So that just goes along with making sure that we're in the word, that we have the word inside of us um, in order to stay pure, because the word of God literally just said that the word of the Lord is flawless, like silver purified in a crucible and like gold refined seven times. So there's another one that I wanted to read to you guys, Romans 12, 2, and I'm going to be reading the message version. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So when it talks about renewing the mind, that means that we're renewing our mind with the word of God. Because um, anything that we, any decisions that we make, anything um, that we could decide to do or anything that we face, if we have the word of God on the inside of us, we're going to know what's right and what's wrong. Um, like it says, you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I'm also going to read one more scripture, and I'm reading it in the message version. It is James 4, 7 through 10, and I'm reading the message version. It says, let God work his will in you. Yell a loud no to the devil and watch him scamper. Say a quiet yes to God and he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin. Purify your inner life. Quit playing the field. Hit bottom and cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. Get serious, really serious. Get down on your knees before the master. It's the only way you'll get on your feet. And I feel like this scripture is just the key for this whole thing that God has given me to share with you guys. I feel like this is his heart for us to do during this time. It says, quit dabbling in sin, purify your inner life, quit playing the field. And this says hit bottom and cry your eyes out. Obviously God's not commanding you to hit bottom and cry your eyes out, but he's basically, basically saying, if that's what you've got to do, then do it. That's what the scripture is saying. Um, if that's what it takes, hit bottom, cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. Get serious, really serious. Get down on your knees before the master. It's the only way that you'll get on your feet. And so um, I really love the last part, get down on your knees before your master. So that means let God work in you. Let God work through you. Let God get rid of things. Let God impart some things in you. Um, get down on your knees before the master. And it's the only way that you will get on your feet. So I really hope that this encouraged you. If you have any questions, if you just need to talk, definitely find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'll put um, the links 
in the description area below this podcast. And I also said that I wanted to leave you guys with a song if I had one, um, not singing one, <laughs> but a song that um, kind of goes along with what we were talking about that you can listen to while you're praying, while you're worshiping, and while you're kind of going through this process. And so the song that I am going to leave you guys with is Open Space by House Fires. And it just talks about your heart being open and ready to receive whatever God has to do. The bridge says, do whatever you want to do, say whatever you want to say, move however you want to move. I am open. And so I just think that that's a great song to sing, confess as you're going through this part of letting God work on the inside of you. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next podcast.